0: Hey guys welcome back to the week 15 review of Dunks nfl this week i have a birthday guest on uh, david mills what's up man
1: not much
0: not much not much all right man i'm excited to cover week 15 yeah. with you uh so let's start off right off the bat uh you love the lions they played the titans what are you thinking about this one
1: it was a good game until we let derrick henry have his way right Another mean. That's all I got to say from Myers.
0: That's all you guys say? You got more to say than that.
1: Well, what can I say? When Yeah, we did well stopping him on stopping first, them on first downs was a big, big priority for the Lions this week. If you can stop Henry on the first down or just put him in the backfield, it made Brable uh, think of a little more with Arthur Smith, thinking about how to convert long downs, not short. They're really effective at the short, but not anything. They've hit us deep with... Corey Davis on that 70 at five yard pass, great route. He threw our man down. It was just a great first quarter, to, in my eyes, for the Titans. They just outplayed uh, us.
0: Do you think like it came down to the trenches? Is that where they won that game?
1: Yeah, with the Lions not having Frank Ragnow with a fractured throat, it was a huge thing. Joe Dahl, this is the first time he's ever been at center with, with Stafford. Stafford didn't practice for the whole week.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a huge that's a huge thing. And then on the defensive side, you had uh, Austin Bryant, like. In his assumed major role for only the second week because of the injuries to your Deshaun Hand, and uh, you know you do have Romeo Okora but he can't do it all. You know he needs some help on that. I know. It's a. Uh, Dan Sheldon was
1: injured.
0: Yeah. And so on. Yeah, it's, it's quite it's quite a situation uh, from the Titans side. um Why do you think Corey Davis was able to get open so often in this one?
1: It was uh we we went away from playing a lot of man. They found out they found that open zone every time, which i I'm, I'm not going to make I'm not going to say much. It, he found the opening in the zone and sat there. And Tannehill, being the veteran quarterback, he is he's that he leads his receiver where he wants them. And Davis is more of a physical receiver than people think. Yes, he can get the rack after the catch. The rack, but he can throw your man down just like Derek Ingram could.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's absolutely true. Like you can't sleep on those receivers. Uh, what are you feeling? Are you feeling confident about who Stafford has out wide this season with Marvin Jones and uh, Quintes Cephas
1: and uh, Mohamed Sanu? Yeah, yeah, I feel the, the past few weeks, even without Kenny Gotti, he's having pretty really good performances in my eyes he played this game with a fractured ribs and a punctured lung so that just shows you how determined he is for this team
0: yeah that's that's really impressive like powering powering through that uh talk about power and doing everything deandre swift uh the young buck he's he's back from injury and uh he did have a fumble, but he also scored twice. How did he do in this game? Well, after missing three straight weeks, I
1: didn't expect nothing less out of him. I knew he was pre- he was prepared for a big game. Like uh, Chris Philman says when he's in, uh, doing the game, broadcasting the games for Fox, it's a change of pace when Swift's in the game. It's not one-dimensional with Peterson. Swift's a third down back. He's a do-it-all. Whenever you need him, he's there. Yeah,
0: if he was a bagel, he'd be like in everything, while AP would be like a a pumpernickel or like a classic you know yeah pretty, pretty cut and dry um do you have anything else to talk about in this matchup like where you thought that it went wrong for the lions it
1: was just the, the, um, i can't even say the turnovers it was just we got outplayed in the trenches right and mm-hmm. the fumbles i'm tj hawkins and in swift at the giving up those uh yards yeah those, and those, and those we, were those were have to talk about it. alexander myers
0: oh my gosh he got he got stiff-armed stiff arm yeah yeah uh, that's his this is his first ever nfl game signed from the practice squad by Bevel.
1: yeah look at bt for some uh derrick henry out right after he gets stiff on unlike norman who gave up another 15 yards.
0: right well wow. yeah that's <laughs> trying to
1: better yeah. they're just better up front in the trenches on the team line on the O
0: line it it really came down to staying healthy and and winning up front and the titans are one of the best in the game at winning up front so yeah. That's really what happened in this. And, yeah,
1: Derrick Henry might, uh, he has a chance to become the eighth player to ever reach a thousand, uh, two thousand yards rushing, and the Titans might have two two thousand yard rushers if Henry
0: sticks on the pace that he's on. Dang, that's insane. But I'd expect nothing less the way he's been playing now. Oh no, no
1: one does.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, looking
1: at it, Henry's at 1676, 1,679
0: yards. He's on his he's on his he needs to average at least 150 yards over the next two games give or take yeah, i definitely and can see that, that 2000 mark
1: yeah he can
0: looking depends, at the yeah. titans next matchup it's against the packers then the texans for their final game of the year what a way to finish of the regular season Texan. Texans.
1: and the texans don't have the best run defense as we can tell
0: right so no they're very bad actually one of the worst in the nfl i think uh, second to worst, only short of uh the Cowboys down in Dallas. That would be the only team. Yeah. That would be the only team. I'm um, yeah. I
1: live in Texas, so all I see is cowboy games, sadly, on live television.
0: Man, that is that's a depressing oh, life you live. Oh yeah <laughs> Um, okay, uh we talk about depressing. <laughs> the patriots have had quite a fall from grace this season uh this will oh, be the yeah. first time this will be the first time in i don't know wh- however long tom brady played years. yeah that the patriots have missed the playoffs and uh they took an l to the dolphins what happened in this one
1: i just gotta say that uh running back Savon Savon Amaya told his grandmother he'll get 100 yards this game and he delivered with the touchdowns which is like wow first time i think he's played all season for the dolphins and he had a day 23 carries, 122 yards and a touchdown, 5.3 as an average. I'll take that any day. And the poor play out of Cam out of a lot of the players on on the Patriots side of offense. Really can't name someone other than Edelman and James White.
0: Well, Jacoby Myers had a had a fumble in that game too. Yeah, that was another mistake. And and their their offensive line, they started Justin Heron at left tackle, and their O line has been uh, pretty bottom of the pack this year, and they were not able to protect yep. Cam. Uh, they also really struggled to open up run lanes, and stakes were made on both offensive sides, honestly. Yep. Uh, but JC Jackson. Got
1: two of them a pick.
0: Yeah, to JC Jackson, who has another one. Another one.
1: I know, JC Jackson. Then uh, news just got released today that Stephon Gilmore's out for the rest of the season with the torn quad.
0: Oh, man. Opens the door. JC
1: Jackson, I'm, I've been watching him for a few years now, but when you give, three, give up three. Give up one fumble by Jacoby Myers that you lost in your quarterback and Dalton Keene. The tight end fumbling, you can't have that.
0: Not the belt check. Like
1: the Dolphins are an, op- uh, are an opportunist team. They score off the turnover more than anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, plus 10 turnover differential coming into this game. Second in the NFL. So, they're very yeah. good. They're very good at that. And... Uh, you saw that Agba uh, and Shaq Lawson were back at it uh, being a great pass rush yep. tandem and they got Kyle Van Noy back and I like how oh, Eric, oh. yeah, I like how Eric Rose playing this year. Uh, the Dolphins really just capitalizing off mistakes is how they've, you know, made their mark this season this whole year that's that's what's been their bread and butter that's
1: exactly with uh xavian with their all their young corners coming and playing this year they have done very well
0: yeah and and you talk about young players uh let's go to their o-line they have three offensive linemen who are rookies austin jackson solomon kinley and robert hunt and uh two of those guys are second and fourth rounders and jackson of course is uh, a first rounder uh, he was injured a good bit of the season but he's coming back and hopefully that offensive line can protect Tua and maybe they get healthy again on the edge but they need a little more in this offense I think I think the offense needs to give yeah. a little more yeah
1: it sucks that Tua threw that goal line interception to GC Jackson right there Tua. I just saw it. imagine if Tua completed that pass it would have been an even more devastating loss for Belichick yeah
0: I mean it it would have been not even close at the end of the day that would happen because nope. that, that turned the title instead little of bit. a
1: 10 point game it would have been 17 i mean
0: the game wasn't really close though if you watched it no. the patriots never yeah. were going to win that game i never i never felt watching that game that. giving up
1: 15 in the fourth you're not winning a game like that
0: right and it was nice to see matt burrito come back he looks he looks fast like which is good because he missed like most of the year so it's quite a comeback for him, and pairing him with Ahmed.
1: And he missed a lot of the year too with the, the Niners last year. He missed like the last half, even including the Super Bowl, when Moisture, when uh, Raheem came in and just tore it up, and then the NFC Championship against the Packers.
0: We should call him like a door stopper, because he leaves the door open for other running backs to go off. Oh
1: yeah, especially uh, Ahmed, who had a really good day, 23 carries like I said, 122 yards. A first career touchdown
0: yeah it's it's really can't go impressive.
1: Bad with
0: that. yeah you, you definitely you definitely can um and talking about like you can't you can't go bad with it uh the bears can't afford to go bad with anything down the stretch it's playoff time uh the bears evened up the record to seven and seven i know you hate them they played the vikings i know you hate them uh what are your takes as a an unbiased uh objective viewer well <laughs>
1: It was a close game down. him uh, that fourth quarter. That's so all I gotta say. I, I tuned in for the final minute and a half, and I don't think Kirk Cousins or because youth all his weapons. He's been leaving Adam Thielen out for the past two weeks now, and the fumble it doesn't help either. Their defense is a good defense. Yes, they had their ups and downs over the past year, year and a half, but in in December, January, they I think top 10 defense in the league.
0: See, it's an interesting and, um, it's an interesting take because I have like a similar thing to say about Derrick Henry like I feel like he becomes a different player around this time of the year and the Bears defense does look a lot better down the stretch and uh, it's about damn time that robert quinn started getting sacks it's about damn time that akeem hicks started playing up to his caliber balal Nichols stepped up and khalil mack got in the backfield i really like jalen johnson and and kyle fuller can and, uh, hit stick you know so yeah and uh awesome.
1: robert quinn forcing that fumble in the game too which yeah. is huge they didn't lose it but still
0: about time and
1: the vikings matched up by letting by giving up 142 rushing yards just to david montgomery and two touchdowns
0: why do you think david montgomery is playing so well as of late like the last four weeks he's been on fire he did
1: really well against the lions i'm not going to say nothing less about that two rushing touchdowns against the bottom half and rushing these rushing defense while the lions came on but still david montgomery like you said tore it up i don't know what happened is it you made him feel feel better about in the system i don't know maybe the leadership change that so we both saw, and we all saw that once, once Nick Foles left, got injured. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird, and their, their passing attack is, is totally different without Foles, because Foles would take deep shots and kind of miss everybody, uh, but Trubisky a lot of times likes to roll out and dump it off to the flat, and that's how Darnell Mooney scored, that's how Jimmy Graham scored a few times this year. The Bears are starting to utilize that RPO, and uh, you weren't really worried about that with Foles under center, so... It's weird to say it, but I think Trubisky's improving the offense, like in a slight way. So, I mean, I'm 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 afraid to say that because he's Trubisky, but I'd say he's doing better than Foles would be at this point in the year.
1: Yeah, like uh, I saw some interesting stuff about Darnell Mooney. He he's on the the surpassed some I forget the guy's name in a uh, rookie rushing record Rook, rookie receiving records on the bears that were held for almost 40 years
0: that's impressive like, like
1: that's really impressive by a rookie but let's not throw Justin Jefferson out the window who's about to pass Randy Moss's rookie receiving yard record
0: hey Minnesota Hey yo, that boy's and I on think fire. He
1: needs 125 yards to beat it, yeah, claim it. He'll beat
0: it. He'll beat it. He'll he beat can it. do
1: that in the next two weeks, and with ease, especially against the Lions, Week 17. Yeah,
0: I watched Justin Jefferson play, and I'm so impressed at his not only his lateral quickness. But the way he gets down the field and creates not just separation, but he's creating elite separation in the league. And he's he's leaving defenders four or five yards behind him, splitting defenders, running around defenders. This guy, like, it's like he never needed time to adjust to the league. He came out on fire, like right out of the gates.
1: A lot of people saw Jefferson as just a possession guy when he was at LSU with Burrow. Well, this they didn't get to see this side of get Jefferson, it looks like. Jefferson, like you said, has that elite separation out of nowhere. Like he already adjusted to a veteran level as a rookie.
0: It's interesting, like you'll hear commentators um on Fox and both CBS talking about his play style, and uh, he plays mature for his age, is what a lot of them say, because he's running crisp routes and he's, you know, he's a really good tandem with Thielen, and it's weird they're not using Thielen as much, but with that dual weapon he's the one getting the majority of the action this season
1: yeah i really like that about him. uh cousins isn't focusing one receiver like he did last year with being leaving digs out for half the season
0: yeah it's, it's it's creating like a spread like in cleveland when baker lost obj it opened him up we'll talk about him later but it, it helped yeah. the quarterback spread the ball more spread the love and it actually helps the offense run run a lot more smooth when you're not eyeing down one receiver the whole game uh let's talk about uh the vikings dalvin cook what do you think about how dalvin played in this game that
1: looks like an average dalvin cook game to me anymore 132 yards on a touchdown and the receiving part of him now he's coming he's coming up as a receiving back now Five receptions 27 yards yeah it's only five but still he caught all five targets i was talking about i look at a lot of the other running backs they don't do that a lot of the time throw frank gore out on a screen it's a 50 50 chance he catches it <laughs> well i trust Dalvin Moore. Hey. even though frank gore is a legend and i think my book
0: right that's a that's a doing doing frank Gore that's a little cool. dirty comparing him to dalvin cook at this point in his career you know
1: hey <laughs> yeah For Dalvin Cook. i thought he was going to be a bust because the first two years of his career injuries back to back uh i think
0: acls or knee injuries period and set you back and he and ever since he came back last year he's at the ground running. it's been impressive and the vikings could possibly have a trio of thousand yard receivers and a 1500 yard rusher so uh oh, yeah. you, you want to know you want to sure. know you want to know why the Vikings have a bad record this season? It's because they absolutely collapse in the third and fourth quarter. They, they. I have not seen an equal or even, you know, relatable amount of criticism on the Vikings mm. and Mike Zimmer for how they've lost a lot of games early on in the season. Yeah, they, they but choked.
1: we're bringing that up, it's third and fourth quarter. We're talking about the Falcons and Lions
0: too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to rope them all in. Um,
1: I'm not. And we, the Lions now hold the record for most uh, double-digit losses after leading 10 or more points with nine. It's not a good statistic. And all nine, to, and all nine came from under Patricia.
0: Thank God he's gone, right? Yeah, uh, I
1: was all. I was, it was a kid on Christmas
0: for me. Hey, man, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm We're cleaning house down in Jacksonville, so I relate to you. It's a great I'm feeling. Great feeling. Oh, he's going to be gone. We're getting rid of him. Yeah. Clean house gonna be clean house just like you Uh, it's a fresh fresh start yeah no no we're gonna talk about him later we gotta we gotta stay back on track but we will definitely cover cover mr mr fabio have to cover fabio what do you think about how washington played the seattle seahawks this week that was an interesting matchup that a lot of people were excited for uh which maybe last year would have been a weird thing to say yeah the
1: as of late washington's defense came as came on strong the rookie uh chase young has been a monster for him Dwayne, way it sucks yes they lost uh, alex smith to an injury
0: last week but Dwayne haskins came in and played pretty well minus the two interceptions yeah he made some plays he made some plays uh i'm not a fan of haskins Dha simba whatever he calls himself uh unfortunately i think uh washington is not uh, doesn't have a prayer with that offense under uh under that quarterback uh and the defense which yeah. was playing on fire the last couple of weeks. You know why they struggled so much this game? It's because not only did they not have Alex Smith, they didn't have Mr. Wavy Hair, Paul um, Holcomb, and they also didn't have uh, uh, Kevin Pierre-Lewis. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mullet Man. Uh, they did not have their two linebackers, and it showed because they were getting gashed in the run game. Can,
1: can we just talk about Daron Payne getting the interception? Yeah, I mean... Just, just Dude's There's a beast. A
0: dude, dude, dude's That's a beast. That's the greatest you know? thing
1: I ever seen.
0: I mean, I love when big men get
1: the play like that. I
0: think it was actually Montez Sweat who leapt up and made that swat, that volleyball play. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: made the he did the pass deflection. DeRon Payne just let it fall right into his hand
0: I thought he dropped it like at first when I first saw that play. Yeah. I thought I, I thought. I hit well, looking
1: one. at it, Washington didn't even. Record exact that news. Really? One tackle for lo- two tackle for losses for the whole team. Sean Dion Hamilton and Kaliki Hudson. Oh
0: blue. Yeah, Michigan. It's it's interesting. It's hey, it's man. interesting. I know you got a shout out. Uh they had to put DeShazer Everett, their safety, on IR, brought in Yeah, uh, Troy Apke and uh, hudson was playing which he never plays because holcomb and pierre lewis would play and bostick who has played a lot of the season and had led the team in tackling looked to really struggle without those complimentary linebackers in my eyes
1: oh yeah that's what i saw too oh, it, no. yeah. at the end of the day it just looks like they got outplayed with besides the fourth quarter fourth quarter they came on strong but that's a little late
0: too little too too late once they were down what 17 Um, they
1: were yes unless you have sucks to say tom brady stafford any of those
0: aaron Rodgers, any of those guys maybe they can squeeze it in haskins yeah haskins ain't it throwing
1: that uh throwing the interception right at the end of the game and having that holding penalty through the which threw it that interception and that holding penalty into the game 50 it, seconds
0: left it was interesting because they had david sharp in the fourth quarter playing right tackle for a couple snaps they bring morgan moses back in and carlos dunlap like just takes this man's you know man card and just sacks the hell out of haskins it was pretty brutal did you see him just steamroll moses on that right side uh,
1: that's the one i didn't see out of all of them
0: yeah he he got steamrolled dunlap has been a great addition to that seattle defense jamal adams had a sack in this game uh it's not a good defense yeah. by by any means but maybe with russell wilson uh showing that he still has that mobility behind the behind the pocket it's Uh, They're still dangerous. You know, it's still Seattle. Oh, yeah,
1: they are. when When Seattle gets four sacks and you get none and no really pressure, you just want to make it a hell of a time for your quarterback, especially with Seattle with Jamal Adams, who
0: I think has the most sacks in a season for a DB right now I mean, it's Nine, we, nine, and, a nine half. and a half. it's funny we call him a db though because he plays like a linebacker majority yep. of the time he is he is the ultimate hybrid call it that um yeah let's talk yeah, about um,
1: landing collins and your peppers i would think it would like mash perfectly into the same conversation
0: absolutely absolutely. absolutely what are you thinking about uh the receivers for washington in this game uh Terry McLaurin had a nice catch, but overall, how how you think they played in this game?
1: Logan Thomas had a Logan Thomas game over the past few weeks. He's been averaging about ten though, ten catches a game, five to ten, and fifty to hundred yards. That's what I don't think your tight end should be doing that, but he's getting up you're inching his name closer and closer, being on a reliable tight end. JD McKissick, your best receiver off the backfield he's your best receiver on the team it's hands down so to say yeah you got scary terry you got steve steven simmons cam sims but they're really not doing much when your receiver can line up when your running back can line up in the slot and perform the way jd does he's one of the top receiving backs in the league if not the top in my eyes if one chris mccaffrey is healthy debatably
0: yeah he's very productive and very underrated for how he's been Attributed to this offense this entire season, uh, people should definitely get to know the name J D. McKissick. Two percent. Yeah,
1: he, he played really well with the Lions last year. And uh, Seattle, he did well too. But he's averaging thirty to six, thirty or more receptions a year. Besides his rookie year in Seattle in twenty sixteen,
0: where only had two. Wow, but he's he's very productive. Um, I think the quarterback mm-hmm. carousel has hurt. You know, a lot of their offensive stat lines because. Whether it was Allen or Smith or Haskins, it, there, it's, it's hard to establish chemistry when you don't have a, a solitary guy behind center. Yeah. So that's been that's been exactly. a big issue. That's been a huge issue, I think. And Seahawks on the other end, um, Metcalf. Metcalf's always a beast. Uh, Lockett's kind of cooled down. I feel like they were a better dual threat since Metcalf stepped in yeah i felt like they were more of a dual threat where both were equally dangerous but i don't feel that lately i feel like lockett's been you know very underwhelming as of late why do you think that is Uh,
1: that's a great question that i'm still trying to figure out for a lot of for me lockett like you said he's a he's a dangerous return man for one i will give him that receiver he's came in strong over the past two years he's made some incredible catches but here lately over the past three four weeks lockett's been slow maybe getting four. He's getting at least seven targets a game. I will give him that. But he's only
0: catching for the five of those things, for the five of those passes, and I think it's a season low for him with 30, with only 34 yards. Yeah, I mean, you know, meanwhile DK is a world beater out there. He's probably a top 10 receiver this season, and uh, Russell Wilson has no trouble finding him or the tight ends like Hollister, especially in this one. Uh, I think that yeah. Seattle has um, uh, Hyde. Hyde had a nice, had a nice run or two. I think they need to uh, establish.
1: well for him.
0: Yeah, they need to establish Carson as well, though. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they they tried to with fifteen carries for Carson this week and two receptions out the backfield. He not, Hyde had a real good game in my eyes for coming off the bench being the third down back that they need two rushes, fifty-five yards, and a touchdown rushing, and then
0: he had two receptions and eight eight yards. Yeah, it's weird. Hyde's been a really solid running back and he's been like everywhere, but everywhere he goes, he's very productive. So it's odd that it's kinda like a Brandon Cooks effect. Like he's very very productive yeah. but he continually bounces around the league it's a big mystery i i can't tell you why that is What? Well, i played for
1: San fran browns miami at one point jacksonville jacksonville
0: houston houston yep.
1: he's played everywhere i feel, I feel like he's the tim tebow of running backs how <laughs> he's
0: been
1: on so many different teams Yes, I'm comparing him to that, but he's been on three, this was his three different, four different teams because they didn't give him the year that he was in Cleveland because he was hurt.
0: Yeah, I mean, talk about hurt. Jalen Hurts. He had a really good first half against the Cardinals in Glendale this weekend kyler murray went off this was actually a really fun game to watch i wasn't expecting it to be so entertaining if you like offense this was an absolute shootout what are your thoughts on this game
1: well we can see carson Wentz wasn't the problem it's the supporting cast it looks like in the second half but it's either the oc's doing something wrong jalen hurt still had a really good game with 24 or 44 completion completion attempts, 338 yards, and three touchdowns. With 11 rushes, 63 yards, and one one touchdown. It's a supporting cast in that defense. Jim Schwartz is a good defensive co- is a decent defensive coordinator, but he isn't the defensive coordinator for this team anymore.
0: Right. Um. In my eyes. To be fair, to be fair, uh, they didn't have Avante Maddox. They didn't have Darius Slay. No. They didn't have Ronnie McLeod. No. Uh, they were very depleted. Um, it's not a good excuse Everywhere. but it is something to take into consideration when you saw the yeah. kind of catches that uh, deandre hopkins was making on those poor backup corners was, yeah yeah it was that's what happens when you see men play boys michael jaquette cannot keep up kevon wallace cannot keep up i mean these guys marcus nope. epps is a special teamer pretty much he cannot keep up it was it was rough for that for that eagles defense this this was a bad bad day for them
1: like whenever Yes, I'll refer to Darius Slay as a Lion still, because as a Lion, he went up against all the number one receivers, and I think he's given up four or five catches a game on the number one receivers in less than 100 yards, less than 50 to 100 yards a game against number one receivers when healthy. Yeah, he can be a difference maker for sure. He was a top five corner in my eyes last year. Even when he was hurt, he was still doing really well.
0: Yeah, this year's been a different story, I would say, though. Yes. Yes philly the system the system there
1: was no off season because of covid and a brand new defensive playbook for him to learn
0: yeah um it's it's, it's tough when you see a great caliber player struggle i mean the eagles also don't have Craven leblanc they've lost all three of their stars nickel ruby coleman is not what he was advertised in the off season you have you have to yeah. think um as an eagles fan you feel a little short-changed and at least they can stop holding their breath because their season is over after this week. Yes. That's what I would say. 4-9-1, um,
1: yeah. looking like the Lions last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not a good place to be. Uh, so you talked about the weapons and how they aren't super complimentary. Greg Ward had a couple of touchdowns. I think Quez Watkins made a nice spinning yep. 20-yard rack touchdown. There's no player on the Eagles who is consistently week in, week out being the guy, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but uh, that week in week out, yes, um, Zach Ertz is back, Alshon Jeffrey is back, but it shouldn't take away much. It shouldn't take much away from Travis Fulgham, who is a monster for a four or five week stretch.
0: Don't I know? Just you. going a
1: hundred yards, five. to five recepts five to ten receptions maybe 100 yards on average per game during that five game stretch like you, like you said there's not one person
0: who's been on fire where'd he go anymore i don't see fulgum out there nearly as much
1: yeah he's only had two receptions for 30 yards this week i
0: think jeffrey coming back took a huge dip into his target share unfortunately
1: yeah it took a huge dip then you look out look at how many times hurts uh
0: targeted the zach hurts 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 Earth. seven targets
1: but he only caught two of those seven so he's no longer that reliable target in my
0: eyes i haven't seen hurts as that guy for over a year so um wel- yeah. welcome to the party uh you're you're the first one here you're not the first one here but you're pretty early still uh let's talk about the cardinals defensive line hassan riddick has really come alive uh dennis gardek i think is his name is playing pretty well uh what are you thinking about arizona's turnaround on defense this season
1: it's amazing in the second half that they're just this one game we have one two three five six sacks two of them came from garnet saw hassan Riddick. ever since they moved them from a uh, middle linebacker to an outside rushing defensive end depending on what the what scheme they play He's been coming alive a lot here lately. Out of Temple. Jordan
0: Hinks even had a pretty good game. Five tackles, one assist, and two for loss. Yeah, it's it's clicking. It's definitely clicking. Uh Kyler Murray, he looked good again. I haven't seen the spark from Kyler until this week. He showed flashes of his number one overall pick potential. I thought he played a really good game too. I thought the quarterbacks both oh, get yeah. I the quarterbacks get A pluses for this game in my eyes
1: yeah i would actually get both oklahoma quarterbacks a good this time um, i usually don't do that
0: yeah it it was a great well, great performance it was fun to watch how
1: about too. completing that pass <laughs> that
0: I'm was wondering. for was, brand, bro yeah it was interesting for sure but it was a better game than i was anticipating i thought this was going to be a mediocre performance by both teams where nobody really established anything. I was not expecting over what fifty combined points in this matchup.
1: Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that either. But looking at it, Jalen Hurts fumbled three times, which is like wow. Huge. Imagine if he didn't fumble, what the
0: wouldn't would it be a different turnout for the Eagles? Maybe. I mean he you said once. even yeah. twice. You said you said what? Wentz. You didn't believe Wentz was the problem. You thought it was the a supporting cast. I have to think that the offense looks better without Wince in my eyes. I think they yeah. are more dual threat. Because I think you get more versatility out of uh, out
1: of Hertz than you did Wince. Yes, Wince could scramble, but he can't scramble like Hertz Hur- can. Yeah. A former Alabama, Oklahoma quarterback
0: yeah hurts has that mobility that's unmatched by Wentz and he also has a good arm so not as good of an arm as Wentz but he can throw yeah, it but and... he has
1: that arm I, I'll, I haven't seen a quarterback who can scramble and throw it like that since Vic
0: Vic yeah another Philly another Philly scrambling legend.
1: ability like
0: that yeah I mean absolutely he's, he's yeah, excited but
1: I don't see those big big time throws like I no. do with Hurts
0: me neither not yes he might
1: have one or two but he isn't attempting over 20 passes a game
0: right it's about balance and uh this wasn't this next matchup was an interesting clash of balanced uh attacks uh the best offense in the nfl squared off versus what was arguably the best defense in the chiefs and the saints this went how I expected, a good game, but the Chiefs coming out on top. What do you think went right for Mahomes in this matchup?
1: The ejection of uh, Cameron Jordan in the finals. in that for that little period of time where he got ejected. I forget what quarter it was in. I think it was third. Give or take second or third quarter, Cameron Jordan got ejected. So when you take away the, the defense's best offensive lineman
0: who's gonna pressure you more than anything, uh it's hard to say. Yeah, and talk about the performance from kelsey and McCole hardman and i love the weapons that the chiefs have and it's scary because mahomes can have a bad day and still you look up at the scoreboard right you look at the scoreboard and you're like what happened i thought their defense played uh okay like legeria sneed made a play and you know, they were getting some pressure, but I'm not as impressed with the Saints defense in this game as I was with Mahomes' offense, if you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I I, I see it. Well, Trey Hendricks, the defensive lineman for New Orleans, is having a career year right now.
0: How many sacks does he and have?
1: Uh, he has 12 and a half this year, two of them just last game,
0: dang he's on he's on pace he's on he's on a really good pace compared to what a lot of the other guys do he's on
1: fire as, as young as he is and he's being a force to be reckoning with this year i hope he's not like shaquille barrett where he has this awesome ear and just
0: shoots down just disappears Meteority. right you do know you, yeah you, you really don't know he was there last year and he wasn't doing much and now he's popping off and shaq barrett yeah, was, so
1: was last year. yeah
0: shaq barrett was not a new name he's been in the league a few years popped off and then went quiet yeah. again so it's a sleeping giant if you will shaq
1: barrett was a uh, was a bronco before The Bucks, and yes, he was quiet because he had Vaughn Miller, Shane Ray, and all those players in front of him before he can even see the field.
0: It's hard to make noise when you have all that in front of you.
1: The Marcus Ware was even in front of Shaq. When he was with the Broncos, yeah. so he had Hall of, in my opinion, Von Miller the Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, I agree. What he's done. Yeah, I agree. So he
1: had two Hall of Famers in front of him before he could even step on that field.
0: Yeah, I mean it's that's a great take. You know, put it into context where he came from, and maybe it wasn't surprising why he popped off, in, in that sense. Drew Brees was back in this matchup, and Kamara actually uh, looked. Me happy. Yeah, Camara looked a lot. Better in this game, I think. I think Breeze is good for Kamara's soul. I think he plays much better with him in the lineup.
1: Yes, especially with Taysom Hill being that versatile Swiss Army knife again, and Kamara doesn't have to worry about Taysom taking half the carries, half the half the carries from him in a game. Drew Breeze came out and played almost a Drew Breeze game. He was under fifty percent completion, was Which isn't like Breeze, but still three touchdowns. The pick hurts, but what can you say? Camara had his first touchdown since week eight. Yeah,
0: he was. When Breeze got hurt. He was doing some great things, and you could tell he was happy to have Breeze back because that's been his boy uh, when he was coming up, you know, his rookie season, his his all pro seasons. Uh, It was good to see him. It's a little too late for me as a Camara fantasy owner, but I'm just glad to see him, (laughs) you know, picking it up. Uh, And. The, the Chiefs, okay? They implemented Kelsey and Le'Veon Bell in this one. McColl Hardman. Uh, do you see anybody that could stop the Chiefs down the stretch? That's a tough one. If they, if, if a team has
1: a hell of a good pass defense, yeah. But there's not really many teams that have that. The Rams. If you plan for the pass, they can, they can throw the run in. And looking like it, they had a really effective run game this week. Over 160-something yards rushing combined as a team. Yeah, Mahomes fumbled twice, but still. Yeah, he they can, had a really yeah. good rushing attack and passing attack this week.
0: Really balanced. It was a, it was an, a, it was a complimentary football game from the Chiefs. And
1: yes, it was.
0: this score was close, but I didn't think that the Saints were really in reach of winning this game at any point when I was watching. I thought... Yeah. I thought the score didn't honestly reflect how this game went. Um, mistakes aside, the Chiefs had this one in the bag for the most part.
1: Yes. Well, interesting fact: Travis Kelsey is leading the league in uh,
0: receiving he's yards.
1: Number two in the league. Yeah. He's number two in the league? It's only he's only six yards behind DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Huh. And if Kelsey, if Kelsey takes over as the number one receiving target in the league receiving
1: yards in the league it would be the first time ever a tight end would ever do it
0: he'd be the one to and do it though. he'd be the one to and do it and he would
1: be the one to do it out of everybody
0: would definitely be the one and the, and so. the only the tight end the only two tight ends who come close is darren waller and my man tj hawkinson ah yes yeah it's, oh, it's, it's, it's really impressive what kelsey's done this year and keep in mind like he's got a target share with guys like tyreek hill and McColl Hardman, and Sammy Watkins, and, you know, Le'Veon
1: the Marcus Robinson came up this game pretty good.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of other people who can, who are dynamic with the football. So, uh, it's like living in a family with a lot of siblings. He's got, he's still eating, but he's got to fight for his food. It's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people going after like, this Like Ladarius
1: was the only person to have a sack this game, and second person. And there's only two tackle for losses this whole game by the Chiefs: Tyron Matthew, Matthew, and Ladarius. Ladarius, I mean. My
0: bad. Right. Um, <sighs> their Their defense doesn't have to be great, especially with with their situation uh they just have to make a stop or two and it's shown that when they make one or two stops that's pretty much enough for them to take a dub at the end of the day yeah that has a been super well looking on
1: it it looked like uh chris jones really didn't even have an impact on this game as well as he usually does
0: that was weird that was definitely odd to me am i uh, that's
1: one thing that's a big part of their defense is jones who got that contract extension
0: massive massive part of their defense yes it is yeah he was a big reason why they they made you know the super bowl stops when they could tyron chris jones and probably frank clark there were a few just staple pieces in that defense that you know put it above that threshold to just make that play to win the game for Mahomes. they they had they had enough yeah, they had enough.
1: Yeah, with Mahomes fumbling twice and losing one, that's huge. I
0: don't know if the Saints capitalized on it like they should, but it doesn't look like it with the way the game turned out. Yeah, it's huge I mean, for now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is massive, and it feels like mistakes don't carry the weight that they should with that situation because their ability to just turn turn points up is, is, is unprecedented. Um, And yeah. talk about unprecedented did we ever think that the Browns and New York Giants would be playing in a playoff contention Sunday night football game this late in the season I would
1: never I I would say the Browns the Giants
0: right, right. the Giants yeah what are your thoughts on but, like Cole this McCoy game?
1: was back there. I got to give the Texas boys some love but all because of UT but that's it but it wasn't really a big thing it's Baker Mayfield took control again yeah you and did. Chubb, 15. Uh, 15 carries, 15 yards, and a touchdown. I was happy to get that because my, fan, my, my fantasy team. Two receptions, two catches, two targets. David and Joku had a good game. Had a decent game, for it looks like. Yeah, yeah like you said, Odell. It looks like Odell just wants the ball, 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 which makes Baker make stupid decisions by giving, by giving him the ball the whole time, forcing him. And like you said on the podcast
0: before, it's... I think Odell's the cancer in that locker room. Yeah, he most definitely is. It's what, you know, is bad for that that team. And I love how Mayfield is he looks like he's having fun again. Like there was a goal line situation where David Njoku was wide open but he continued to roll out and he whipped a beautiful pass to Jarvis Landry, who has been really benefiting Mayfield down the stretch. And it's good that they're establishing a nice rapport because I think the offense, um, while they are spreading it around, it's nice to have that consistency week in week out, like we were talking about. So uh, I was, yep. I was really glad to see how Mayfield was playing in this game and he didn't do amazing. They only put up what 20, uh, but the giants really couldn't, couldn't do much without James Bradbury and, you know, Garrett coordinating, you know?
1: Yeah. And looking at it, Donovan Peoples-Jones over the last three weeks has had a really good stretch, the rookie out of Michigan.
0: He's a beast. And, yeah, yes, he only has two touchdowns, but if you look, he's having a really good
1: rookie year for... For a four string receiver who came in right after Odell gets hurt.
0: Yeah, ever, ever even since, in the kick yeah. return game he's been well. Ever since Mayfield played the Jags, he seemed to have kicked it up a notch this back half of the season, which Browns fans are so happy about because he was stagnant in the middle of the season, the dead middle. Uh but he's he he's hot again. He is a streaky quarterback, but he's hot again and the Browns are I'm gonna say I think Browns are gonna lock themselves into the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely think. After
1: the fine. game and looking at the rest of their season, I hope they actually get into the playoffs for the first time in however long it's been. Next week they got the Jets. Hopefully they lose. Yeah. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> and then Week 17 is gonna be a battle for the North, in my eyes. Right For the AFC
0: North, who they play, Steelers. The Steelers.
1: Wow. So that that might be a really good game, Week 17.
0: Yeah, Cleveland, I feel like can pop off a lot of wins, but they seem to drop the ball in the primetime matchups. Uh, they unfortunately lost to the Ravens, which I thought that was a game that they could prove it. You know, since they demolished the Titans. Yeah, they could get it
1: and win.
0: I thought that was a game that they should have won, and it was frankly disappointing that they didn't. And then we talk about you know the giants they took care of them uh but the steelers have shown time and time again to be like the boogeyman where the browns just like are afraid of them and for some reason like a big brother complex they just can't beat the steelers
1: uh agreed, like you said the boogeyman uh the Babadook. yeah as john as they would say in john wick but uh look looking back when the last time they made the playoffs tim couch was their quarterback and who did they lose to the Steelers in the wild card round. In a in an overtime shootout, but still it's the big brother complex that the Browns can't get can't get out of their head.
0: Yeah, they're good enough to beat the Steelers. They are. They just need to tell themselves that. They need to be like, Hey, we can contend and they really need to believe it because if you can beat the titans and you can beat the uh, they should have beat the ravens then you really should be able to handle the steelers they're they're gonna play at your level so especially
1: defensively both teams have a good defense it looks like in my eyes i'd agree Steelers are the number one turnover defense in the league right now yeah and thinking of it i think the steelers have the second longest streak for sack games with a sack in it and it all started with uh, James Harrison
0: Yeah, taking it way back
1: back in, hey, back in 2017 for his final career sack
0: Boy, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh really liked that guy when he walked out the door, right? To New England
1: uh, Cincy for that one year Yeah,
0: they, they, uh, they were not fans of Harrison after he walked out that door um,
1: Yeah, but he's the sack leader in their franchise he's the franchise
0: leader in sacks he's a beast he's a beast and they they have a new age steel curtain in uh tj watt and stefan to it they uh they have some injuries that you know they're still licking their wounds from but i expect i expect them to clean up tonight versus cincy i expect them to handle their next game and we'll see what happens against we'll see what happens against the browns i could see that going either way.
1: Yes, in my eyes too. It's like uh, looking at it. Don't TJ TJ Watt, in my opinion, got snubbed the defensive player of the year last year for what green. he did. Five. I looked at both both players. Who uh, Stephon Gilmore and TJ TJ had more of an impact. Yeah, Stephon. Stefan had. I mean, Stephon Gilmore had the had the interceptions and led the league in it. But in my opinion, that shouldn't mean that. That means a lot. But look what TJ did. He created the turnover that, which led up the points, as a defensive end or a line outside linebacker, however you look at it, in whatever defensive scheme they're in. Yeah,
0: I mean, he he played amazing. I think the reason Stefan got it was uh, he had the best pass defense, you know, percentage. I think he had most yeah. passes defense, he was. and he also had most interceptions, which are two really important categories for corners, especially in this day. And age. Oh yeah, they are. And um he keep with a, the past yeah. the
1: offenses that are out there.
0: Keep in mind he was on a defense dubbed the boogeyman where they had so many playmakers doing it week in, week out, and the hype was much more so for Gilmore and it was I think it was easier for AP to vote him just because of the hype around New England that year. Yep. That's what happened. It doesn't and Looking mean at it, them. I
1: think last year the New England Patriots defense led the league in points more points than half the
0: teams um half the teams in the first
1: four weeks.
0: Yeah, is that a Yeah. I mean, walk down memory lane. Um do you think that the let me ask, let me rephrase it. Who do you think are the teams to beat in the AFC moving forward? It's
1: number 1 is the Chiefs. It's there's no change in anybody's mind about that. Right. Then it's a toss up after that. That's Baltimore, yeah. maybe Cleveland is, in my eyes is a legitimate contender this year. Yep. Indy's coming out strong, even with Philip Rivers as quarterback. <laughs> but Buffalo is a team to beat in my eyes in the AFC.
0: They're really good offensive. Especially though.
1: with the young gunslinger, Josh Allen, who has that scrambling ability.
0: Stefan Diggs is just so good. Such a Hundred
1: and eleven receptions this year, 1,300, 1,314 yards
0: total. He's a game breaker. And, oh,
1: and oh, yeah, is.
0: I'm going to ask you the same for the NFC. Who are the teams to beat in the NFC? The
1: Packers, the Saints. I like, I can't really think of any more besides like the two big names that are leading everything. The whole AFC East is the team, are the teams to beat too. There's no denying the AFC East and AFC West. I mean, looking how big they are. Looking how good that division is.
0: Right. With, you know, Herbert and Carr and Mahomes and... You know, maybe lock, maybe, yeah. maybe.
1: But that, that whole NFC West now too—they hurt each other more than any uh, than help each other because they're playing twice a year for the for those playoff spots.
0: Oh, it's cannibalistic watching that division devour yeah. itself alive. So, at the end of each episode, I asked my guests, "What's one thing uh, that surprised you from this week? Was there anything from this week that jumped out at you?"
1: The Falcons blowing another lead. <laughs>
0: come on that's no, not the so jets winning. oh yeah
1: that's going to surprise everybody by three there goes uh trevor lawrence jacksonville maybe
0: you know i know new yorkers aren't Ooh, known for funny if
1: uh, jared golf threw an 80-year touchdown pass though
0: i know um well you know it's happened before with um well greg williams um uh, there's no more Greg. yeah jets fans were like where's greg when you need him <laughs> especially in, especially in that How situation it's Yeah, it's funny because I think they really didn't want to lose again for pride. I think they didn't want to be in the annals of history as 0-16. Frank Gore didn't want to retire 0-16, and, and please let that man retire. He's done enough. Uh, he's like 37. Yes. Um, this was a moral victory for the Jets, and this was a very, very bad thing for their fan base, but a very, very good thing for the Jags, because not only do we now have you know the inside track for Trevor Lawrence, but we have the Rams' first-round pick, so if the Rams keep losing, oh,
1: yeah, we'll, we
0: we'll get a JLTL. two- We'll get two better first-rounders. So I'm really happy at what happened, and uh, the Jags fans were a huge winners yesterday.
1: Yes, they were. And uh, I know people are rooting for Yannick Ngakwe.
0: Fourth-rounder. voted the Pro Bowl. Let's get that fourth-rounder.
1: I know I voted for him just to make fun of the Vikings.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It, <laughs> yeah give us that fourth rounder yeah. will ya you know we okay we have a blank slate i really want us to go after eric Bieniemy, and i really want us to draft heavy and i want us to just establish a new culture i talked about a couple episodes ago no one yes. wants no one wants to go to jacksonville so we have an opportunity now unprecedented under the Khan era we can get a new gm New coaching staff, a new franchise quarterback, uh, maybe a Peyton Manning. We don't know this kid's potential. This is the door to maybe a Justin new... Maybe Justin
1: Fields.
0: In my no, opinion, no, no, is no, no, he no. is the
1: clear-cut number two.
0: Okay, but we're not... No, we don't want Fields. <laughs> we, we want Lawrence now.
1: Why? You because no, a BCS ball loser then?
0: No, no because... <laughs> Uh, I think I think the hype. Yeah, I know you're playing, but like the hype over Lawrence is unprecedented. He is regarded as one of the best prospects ever, ever
1: since I think uh, Andrew Luck. Right. Yes, and Andrew Luck yeah. was a generational talent. I don't see. Yes, he, I see glimpses of it with Lawrence, but folding under pressure like he did last year in that in that ball game
0: in during the championship, I just don't see it. It's adversity. And yes, and it's adversity. It's
1: that adversity. Mm-hmm.
0: It's good. It's good for him to lose. He needs to understand how to respond to failure because he's going to experience a lot of it in Jacksonville. I can tell you that. Get used to yeah, it. Yeah, you
1: will. Yeah,
0: get, get used to it. It's oh, not going to be. Me.
1: Y'all are just – it's just like the Lions.
0: We're not going to ruin him, are we? We might.
1: we might. I don't know. The Falcons ruined Julio for the last yeah. few years.
0: I don't know. I feel really good, though, because uh, we have a lot of rookies – on the team this year we've actually had the most rookies on the field of any team in the nfl this season but the team is yeah. unrecognizable the last couple of weeks i haven't even really watched the last couple of games because we don't even play our starters anymore um so it's it's a completely new team even
1: starting now is it Minchu or that Lutton kid
0: we had Minshew play last week but it really doesn't matter you're just playing to get shipped off we're probably going to trade Minshew. Minshew will be traded I imagine. So
1: where? Broncos?
0: I don't know. Whoever <laughs> wants the stash. We'll give him we'll give him some cash. Yeah. Oh man. I'm excited. I'm excited because it's How do you give a twenty
1: a twenty something point lead against Tom Brady again?
0: Atlanta? I don't know. I don't know. Was that something that surprised you Tom another thing, Tom Brady? Uh Wait, did you see that thing where Tom Brady's on the bench and he puts his like head in and between he his legs? Down. Yeah.
1: Don't ever when whenever you see this, just give up.
0: Give up. You're you're done. It's over. He, in my opinion, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, he's GOAT. He's in my eyes. Goat. Yes, you
1: got Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, and those Dan Marino I would even throw in there. But Marino, one thing that holds Marino back, he never got a ring. And that's a big thing. He always lost in the second round or the first round of the playoffs. I mean, a lot of the time to the Buffalo Bills.
0: I, I think I think, Mahomes could be the best in a decade or two. I think he's the <laughs> next yes. in line.
1: Give him twenty years and let Andy Reid keep doing well like he has been as a coach.
0: Yeah, I could yeah, see I that. think
1: Mahomes, and especially in that in that scheme that they run with Eric uh, BM and being yeah, offensive sure.
0: coordinator. Well, like, we want yeah, yeah we, I mean, we want him as our head coach. He he's next in line. No, the want him for that. We oh, want he's
1: him. He's the next in line. for the Lions, We so.
0: want him. We want him. <laughs> no,
1: y'all want to? Y'all want the defensive coordinator from the Niners?
0: Maybe. We were, just
1: been, It looks like it looks like another Patricia's about to happen.
0: We were discussing. Uh, we actually reached out. Our organization reached out to Lewis Riddick as a possible GM, which I thought was. Unique. Same
1: with the same with the Lions. Y'all had them Thursday. We had them Friday.
0: Right. That's interesting. And,
1: right. yeah Yeah.
0: I'm not I'm opposed like, why
1: are we doing with the Jags
0: want? I mean we they don't, don't want...
1: want anything that touches no, Jacksonville. No,
0: we don't want anything you touch either. Like keep us keep us we out did of go your life. No, keep us out of your life. It's like uh... Yeah, stay up north. we we'll be in we'll be in uh North Beach. <laughs> you you stay where yes. you are. You stay up it's in like, the court. Uh
1: looking at it, Ted Henney when y'all got him from Miami. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, we're we're gonna be done drafting Florida players. I can't do more Florida players. I don't know what was wrong no, with Dave Miami Caldwell, gave Dave.
1: No, Chad. He, he was good in Miami for that certain that, that little short period of time for three four years on his rookie deal then he went to y'all and just was like, hey, we want to go two and 14.
0: Yeah, but what I'm talking about is Jacksonville's compulsive need to draft a Florida guy. We drafted Bortles. We drafted Taven home. Yeah, we drafted Taven Bryan. We drafted C.J. Henderson. We just can't not draft Florida players. And I guess you know we want to keep them, you know, local, state tax free. But uh, it's time to go outside. It's time. It's time to break the mold. That's how I'm gonna end this episode
1: yes we've we it's we've, time to break from the mold for all the teams right now
0: let's reshape it's like thanos man it's time to restructure the universe this is the opportunity we have the infinity stones it's time to make it happen
1: i am inevitable
0: <laughs> it is inevitable <laughs> we, yeah that that one we are inevitable us tra- us trash franchise oh the trash yeah. franchises are the avengers think about it yeah.
1: i wouldn't be surprised
0: we are we we have to come together, and each of us has a stone that you know contributes to. Like
1: know. I just want the Lions to lose out. This is coming from a, like a hardcore Lions fan. Lose out, see get get better position in the draft, and hopefully we can get somebody with it. Maybe the left tackle out of uh, Oregon.
0: No way. He's but going, he's going to be a top I He's pick. going three. He's going two or three. or three. Yeah, Panay or whatever. He's
1: going two or three. Yeah, he is. Uh, Paninski, I think his last name is. It's like. And it's so awesome.
0: Sole Panai or something. Panai or something. Yeah, Panai. Yeah.
1: Panai's been awesome for the ducks protecting. Uh, I forget their quarterback's name right now. But uh, Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman, Michael's brother. He's been
0: awesome blocking for him in the run game. Yeah, that dude's a, a absolute unit. If if Trevor Lawrence wasn't, you know. Our our possibility. I would have suggested the uh, trading back from the two spot, but thank you, New York. Thank you for doing something only the Jets I think could y'all are do.
1: Tied for the for the first round <laughs> I think in New York has to win one more game.
0: No, no, we, get that no we, we no, have it. Did? We have it. We have the we, weaker strength of schedule. Wow, we, we have it. If we that's lose funny. out. We lose out. We got it. Yeah, it's How not How about that close. James
1: Robinson kid who's came up huge Dude, all this year?
0: I'm so excited. James Robinson, CJ Henderson, Kalevon Chason, Josh Allen. We have so many young – Miles Jack. We have so many guys who we can build around for the future. And if we have Trevor Lawrence, Laviska Shenault, he's a beast, okay? chenault has been really well for We young. have a lot we can do. We have Make a lot body, we can do. Like, He's a big body receiver, 6'1", 225. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited. But, I'm. I'm very excited, and you should be too. Our franchises are getting a yeah. new, a new lease on life. I hope. <laughs> you know, it's like
1: Tony, we interviewed Tony Dungy as our GM, and he told us, "No, an all, uh, an all-time Hall of Fame. He was. He's the second most winningest African American coach ever." The coach
0: uh, no. after tomlin yeah he, well he, after
1: he, tomlin he'd he have
0: a heart attack if he had to coach for detroit at this stage in his life so he knows that
1: no gm <laughs> oh if he had to gm still, that's yeah still a heart attack.
0: yeah he's got a widow maker coming if he comes to you guys it's this is a young man's. this is no this <laughs> is kind of this is a young man's game because yeah the stress the stress of a GM in a complete rebuild is someone you gotta be, you know, sharp and young.
1: Yeah, Lewis Riddick, I think, would be a great candidate for it right now.
0: Absolutely. Just because he's,
1: he is younger than the majority of the other ones that we see
0: yeah imagine Vienna Me and lewis riddick great tandem in, in the tree,
1: in the treat's office yeah
0: No, oh, no in jacksonville's office Are you tripping <laughs> <laughs> north north beach or north north uh, michigan i'm going with uh north beach it's yeah even you, can, north hey,
1: you can keep north beach i don't need
0: it yeah we don't need you <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a newly sold members
1: over that way they am, and they all crazy
0: Hey, i mean nothing i can do about that um thank you for coming on man i thought this was an awesome conversation yeah, anytime. about week 15 i'll definitely have to have you on in the offseason talk about draft stuff absolutely um yeah is, is there anything else um, you I would you'd like you like to say
1: no uh let's go lines let's lose and so we get our, our drafts talk a little better
0: there you go um So thank you guys for listening uh, to another episode of ZSFL. If you stuck around this long, congratulations. This was a great rant. Uh, Have a great week, guys.